In honor of the end of the college football season, I wanted to talk about sales meetings and football. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome, Podcast Nation. Super excited to be chatting with you this morning. And hopefully, well, the reason I'm posting this later is because last night, the, the football championship, the college, the CFP, got over and LSU had an amazing game with Clemson. I'm really glad LSU won. So there's some ama- there's a, oh, amazing personal histories and stories, and it's really cool to see them cap off this season. And it's just cool to see another team, even though it's an SEC team, um, go to the championship and win, um, especially one that I think really deserved it. Uh, but in the the reason I'm talking about that is one, I was going to talk about sales meetings anyway, but it brings up the they're they're intrinsically tied to athletics, and I think it's it's worth having the conversation, especially with this timing of you know football being in full swing right now, um, the America's most popular sport at the moment. So how in the heck do sales meetings and athletics relate? Well, first, let's talk about athletics a bit. You know, you, you often hear the term, it's just a game. And it's usually when someone gets a little too into the game, right? Whether that's like football, basketball, hockey, or even like a board game, right? It's just a game. The, the minute people started getting paid for those games was the minute, was the minute it stopped being a game. I, I know people get so into sports, and other people criticize them for that. But let's be real, guys. People's livelihoods are on the line in those sports. Like how they make money, their reputations, their families. Like there's a lot going on the line. It, it, it is more than a game. And it is, I, I'd say it's more than a profession or work. Like it's a, it's a cultural pastime. It, it's, it takes, it's a, it's the impact of professional sports, especially like big leagues like the NFL are huge and not just the players and those like companies rely on them, but whole economies are built around athletics. So the, the reason I hit on that is because a lot of people dismiss athletics as just a game and don't take the value that can be learned from them. Think about the competitive nature. How competitive are these college teams? They go to amazing lengths to win. And if we deem them as just a game, we ignore the value and the investment that's been put into creating very, very high performance human beings and teams. And those athletic teams and organizations are a huge proving ground for so many ideas that we can use in business and in life. Because again, like it's a highly competitive situation. People are invested financially, emotionally, mentally, physically, and they have to win. Otherwise they lose their job. It's not just a game. It's, it's life. And, but the same thing applies to our realm as well. And it's conversely, it's really funny that people, especially in sales, they don't think it's a game. It's real life, but they treat it like it's a game. It's if they treated it like a, a real game, 
I think they do better at it. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, that and that's actually the perfect segue into sales meetings. Here's your typical sales meeting. Everybody shows up. You talk about numbers. You have a little chat. Well, first you have a little chat on how life's going, just little chit chats. You talk over some numbers. You give some announcements. And then the sales leader or somebody he designates gets up there and talks for 30, 40 minutes. And that's it. You know, that's your basic sales meeting. Think about if you did that sales meeting in a collegiate or professional football team. Okay, you all show up. You talk about the numbers you did when you were out in the field. Or the last game. The last game you did, you talk about the numbers. And then you chit-chat for a little bit. Talk about some announcements. And the coach gets up there and just talks for 45 minutes. An hour, two hours. And that's practice. Can you imagine how ineffective that meeting is? Right? Horribly ineffective. But how, how do like actual teams, competitive, competitively successful teams, or even non-successful teams, run their meetings? Their practices, right? Really simple. You get up there. They don't talk about numbers. They talk about, hey, this is what we got to accomplish for the day. And this is how we're going to do it. We're going to practice and we're going to drill. You know, very, very little talk, a lot of action. Probably 80% moving, practicing, feedback, coaching, 20% talking, meeting, training, whatever, right? And it's not because they don't like sitting and talking. It's because they understand the action and practice and coaching is where the results and the improvement come. But salespeople, and even like in professional organizations, any type of training, the, the, they just get up there and talk, 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 and there's no practice or coaching and there's nothing like happening. And, and here's the number reason, reason why, at least in my mind, it's because salespeople have amazingly huge egos, especially sales managers. And sales managers want to feel validated, right? They want to feel like they're in control. And so they get up there and they know they always have the top numbers. And so they can pick on people that don't have good numbers and praise people that have good, good numbers. So they're like the king. They're the judge, jury, and executioner, right? And they can tell, they can give praises or withhold them. And it makes them feel good. And then after that, they give the announcements. They're the only source of information. You know, so they again, judge, jury, executioner. And then they're the person that gives the training because they know everything. How, if you're a sales manager, I'm going to call you out here. And if you're offended, I'm sorry. But if you're a sales manager and you're talking more than 30% of the time, you're not doing your job and you're not having a successful team as, as at least as successful as it could be because your ego sales meetings are more about your ego trip than they are about actually getting people results. Think about a coach that just got up there and talked about how good he was. You probably had these coaches and they probably, you probably had a really crappy team got up there and talked about how good they were, how the good old, the, the good old days and, and just preach, 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 but never actually practiced. It'd be ridiculous. But we do that in our sales and training meetings all day long. So how do you run a successful meeting? You make it all about the players. You make it all about their performance and their improvement. So literally, this is what I would do when I would run a, a sales meeting. I would literally, let's say the meeting was 10 to, 10 to 11. And I would literally set a, a timer at 10, 20 or 1030. And as soon as that timer went off, no matter what was happening, no matter what conversation, we would stop and start practicing. Practice, 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 practice. Because I'm one of those ego-driven people too. I admit it. I'm going to be the first to raise my hand and say, I'm an ego-driven sales manager. And I know I would get, I like the sound of my own voice. So I had to have something to help me 
avoid that. So I'd set a timer. As soon as that timer went off, or as soon as I saw my clock hit 10, 20, or, or 20 minutes in, 30 minutes into the meeting, I'd stop whatever we're doing and be like, it's practice time. You guys know what we're doing for practice? Divide up. Let's practice. Let's get some coaching and feedback. And it was amazing to watch the results. One, people liked coming to sales meetings because guess what? They got value out of it. They didn't just get preaching out of it. They got value because they learned and got better on an individual basis, on an individual level. And two, like they enjoyed the meeting because when they got out of it, they could go apply that stuff and they, and they improved. Like salespeople or any, really any people, anybody in the professional realm, we have it so backwards. We think the real thing is practice. So we work like 40 hours a week and we only do two hours of training and 38 hours of work. Like professional sports teams, it's the total opposite. It's like five, six hours of actual work and like 40 hours of practice. It's really interesting. Now, I'm not saying we should do that all the time, but professionally, especially sales teams, we have it very, very backward. And what I'm learning in my life is the more I spend time on practicing and self-development coaching, the way, way better I do in actual performance. And so I've, I've, I've gone to probably 60, 40 or 50, 50, like 50, 50 of its practice or 50% of my time is practice and training and self-development and 50% is execution. The cool thing is, is when I execute, I freaking execute it. it I, it's so much better. And it's, it's taken a long time, a lot of sacrifice to make that transition, but it's so, so, so worth it. And again, I'm not, I didn't come up with this. I said, I just realized like, oh, professional athletics, that's actually where the money is. Like there's a lot of money in there. Why are they doing the things they're doing? And if I looked at that and, and studied it and trained it, gal, my performance improved because that's what those professional sports are doing. They're human performance, like laboratories. And we can, there's so much we can learn in the professional world from a game. All right. So in your sales meeting, here's my challenge this week or today, the next sales meeting you have, the next sales meeting you have, make it more about practice, set a timer, set an alarm so that 20 minutes in you shut off the talk and everybody's practicing one-on-one or groups of two or three. They're practicing, giving real feedback, helping each other out and watch as your team learns and progresses and gets better instead of just hearing you talk all the time. Again, we got to set our ego aside, guys. It's so hard to do that. We got to set our ego. We got to hate we got to hate hearing the sound of our own voice. And you got to get people in there practicing. So apply that. Go out there and crush it. You guys can do this.